Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here for our WCW Nitro episode seven and eight reaction. Um, as you know, as you guys know, we've done the this is one, two, three, four, five tonight's well six. Yeah, tonight's seven and eight, and then next mm-hmm. Monday will be the Halloween half going in chronological order. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys like to join us, you can go under Peacock. Um, and go to the WCW Nitros, and we'll be doing seven and then eight. Uh, and if you guys would like to know what time step we're at, you can just ask, and then we'll tell you what, what we're at. Uh, if you don't have Peacock, maybe I say this every time, but maybe you'll find it on YouTube. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think you'll find some matches, but they'll be like in horrible quality, and you'll probably get little bits of the match. You won't get the whole match. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Episode seven. Uh, it's got a Ric Flair on the cover. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm gonna press play. The road to Halloween Havoc. Of course, we got a commercial first. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> Well, I don't have a commercial. I did, and then I didn't. It was it was starting a commercial, then you just stopped, and then went to the. Oh, went right into the show. Well, a commercial was playing for a few seconds, and then in the middle of the commercial, just stopped and went to the show. Huh. So what time step were you on the show? Did it? Uh, I just paused it until you were ready. All right, I'm ready. I'm about right. to go into the intro. I'm pressing play. Curious to see uh, what Mongo McMichael's dog's wearing this time. Because last time he's wearing a football helmet. Oof. Yeah. I got to admit, that was pretty cute. <laughs> that was pretty cute. And this goes on for his his entire WCW run. Mm-hmm. And I'm a know. sucker for chihuahuas and cute little and cute little hats and coats and stuff. I'm a sucker for that. I love it. I mean, you can't lie about the production, man. They had some of the, some of the best production back then. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to uh, admit this, but WCW is the one who invented the, who made the pyro as big as it is. Like WWE never had pyro until WCW started it. True. That's very true. Uh, and things they would they would use it off and on, but it wouldn't be as yeah, as like, over the top as WCW made it. Like once WCW was kicking their ass in the ratings, then they started. They changed the setup and they started doing pyro every week. Then yeah, having fire on the stage. Every, yeah, yeah. With the missiles coming down and the the stage explodes, that was cool. Yeah, he got the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the alien and uh, the alien. Um, what do they call those antlers? No, antlers. Deers have antlers. The uh, alien. <laughs> WCW Pro. I wish they had some of the stuff on Peacock. There's some stuff like this they don't have on there for some reason. Yeah. Uh, did, did they, like, like WCW Worldwide? That was a show, too. 
that was yeah, also like some a, you know, like there's a lot of WCW program that they don't like they have Nitro and um pay-per-views and um Sun, Thunder Thunder uh yeah that show I never I really mean, watched that... <laughs> I never really watched it so I can't say but from the stuff I've heard it's one of the worst shows in wrestling it's, dude it, it it was not it wasn't really that it wasn't good at all really I mean like okay if it was for Thunder People will probably wouldn't know who AJ Styles was. AJ Styles was on Thunder like once, I think, maybe twice. Um, but like as, it, that, the show as a whole, it sucked. Do you think that Thunder is kind of like Rampage? No, 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 no. It's totally different. I, I think it's still because the thing is, I think Thunder sucked. Rampage is awesome. Rampage has it. It's Rampage still has those compelling stories that you do care about. They may they may be like you, uh, what people will call, you know, the uh, the the B team of of the whole thing. But I think like you know like 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 WWE has Raw and they have SmackDown. I think I think I think that Rampage is the SmackDown and yeah, Raw and uh, and Dynamite is is like the 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 main show where the stories progress and, and, and rampage, you know, you can also have the stories progress there and also create new stories. And then you can bring people out there that people may not never seen on television applying their yeah. trade, you know? And I, I, I think, yeah, it's totally different from thunder. I think. I don't agree with that, but I see people put that on Facebook and stuff that it's the remake of, but see, I, n- I never watched uh, Thunder, so like the only things I know about is AJ. That's when AJ Styles really took. Well, he didn't really take off in WCW because they went out of business. Mm-hmm. But that's when uh, that's the only thing memorable I remember about that whole entire show. That's not the first time I've seen AJ Styles was on Thunder. Like the, the very first time I ever heard of him was there. And a lot of people do don't even know that he was in WCW for like a little, a little spell, yeah. but he, he was, was there. He was in WWE for, a, was it Sunday Night Heat or Velocity? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Velocity. Is that gonna be it already? <laughs> That's it. I swear. Like, <laughs> he ain't cover. Nope. He should have covered that. Not stupid. And the thing is, back in the day, DDP was such a goofy-ass heel. It wasn't until he went face until people actually started getting, like, being like, okay, this dude's pretty awesome. He didn't go. He didn't go. Yes. I don't understand the, I don't understand the bell going, okay, was that even a match? That was not, that was not even a match. Why are you stupid? <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. How <laughs> stupid you ever came up with that? This is the thing people forget that DDP was a pretty effective heel. He could piss he just, people off. He just did that one move and then that was it. And then you'd think he would have kicked out after all that showmoting and stuff. He took so long to pin him. 
He killed himself. <laughs> Self high five. <laughs> Kimberly trying to put her best Elizabeth uh, acting portrayal on. She's Elizabeth and he's Macho Man. No, I do remember at Halloween Havoc that Johnny B. Bad and DGP had a very good match. Yeah. Like they had a lot of good matches, but the Halloween Havoc one really stood out uh, out of them all. Crispin Lover's Eddie Guerrero. Again, the commercial now, I know. Yep. Caleb <laughs> uh, Conley, thanks for watching. Uh, hey, once again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if, he, if he comes back, it might be tonight. They're in Cleveland, Ohio, and that's where he's, that's where he's from. That's what so. I'm thinking, too, dude. That's a perfect time to bring him back. And then the main, event, like, tonight, and then the main event tonight is... Champa versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. So Ex exactly, it's pretty. It's pretty exciting though. I mean, because you could see a, a bit of a, yeah. a, a reuniting of of DIY. I mean, it's possible. See, they brought back. Uh, I'll always call him Killer Cross. On that, what's his name? Carrying Cross. I'll never get used to that name from. I. I know Killer Cross from Impact. That's where I right. knew him from. I'll never call him something else. Like that's like Randy Orton doing the AEW and being called something else. I'll never mm -hmm. call Randy Orton anything else besides Randy Orton. But he he came back on SmackDown uh, last Friday, and like that's just in one week. Triple H was able to bring him back. Yeah. I mean, Triple H has been cleaning house lately. I mean, yeah, yeah. in the last in the last few weeks, I mean, you've seen huge. We've seen huge changes. He, uh, John Lloyd Niles got fired today. I'm not surprised by that either. No, not at all. I'm surprised he wasn't fired even before that. Is before Kevin Dunn still there? Yeah, but I hope I hope he's the next one. <laughs> Why? There's a lot of dorky kids with glasses in the front row. <laughs> Dave Penzer. Oh, this is gonna be a great match. I totally forgot about this match. Eddie Guerrero versus Crispin Wild on Nitro. I totally forgot about this match. This, this is gonna be awesome. Crispin Wild was coming out of New Japan. Yeah. Or maybe yep. I don't know, but he around this time he was in New Japan. He was the Peg uh, Pegasus kid, I believe, in New Japan. The Canadian Crippler. You say that now, they'll go put that on Facebook. They'll go on up. Go on. People go will go off on you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Look at this, man. This is like the the blueprint right here. Like, what we're seeing today in wrestling, they got it from these two and people before them, you know? Yeah, they it's still got good chemistry. Yeah. 
And in, in reality, Eddie and Chris, they were like best friends. Like, really, like, for real. They were like best friends. Oh, Eddie called him. See, you see that? And that's the thing. How do you do that without breaking your arms? Swinging on the ropes yeah. like that. I mean, you have to. You have to. It t- it takes work. It takes a lot of practice to get those. You can't just jump in there and just do that stuff. A lot of people think you can just no. do that. And I've seen people. I've seen people just go in there and try to do it, and then end up messing themselves up. Oh, I've seen that before. Like when I was training, the you know that there was one guy. He totally kayfabe. He believed it all. He got in that <laughs> ring. He don't even know what he's doing. He gets in the top rope. Like they're trying to explain something to him. He gets in the top rope and jumps and literally hurts the man. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> they started to actually try to hit someone. He, he Full kayfabe. He thinks every... He, he never heard of the internet. He don't know... So he thinks it's all real. Yeah, he came in there swinging at someone. <laughs> Eventually, he learned somewhat of it, but I don't know whatever happened to him. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's dangerous too, having someone like that. Yeah, I mean, like, and the thing is, like, you walk in there with that attitude. You know, and the, with the wrong trainer, they're gonna they, the trainer's gonna mess you up. <laughs> like he was doing it to like a uh, well down here is uh, he was on Memphis. Well, not on Memphis. Well, it was like the new Memphis wrestling they had, but he's he's not a big name, but around here mm-hmm. he is. But he went up there and tried to do a swan tom and almost landed on his head, and then hurt him. <laughs> So he thinks because he saw it on TV. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that too. He then we were trying to do a little chain wrestling because that's the easiest starting out. Mm. And he tries to. Well, luckily I ducked out the way. He was trying to uh, do a cross body or something. And then like you're hurting yourself more than hurting anyone. Well, the first time he really hurt that guy, but. Like you're hurting yourself doing all this, and you don't even know what you're doing. Right. I mean, the thing is, is that if you're doing all that, I mean, that you have no business in the ring if you're not gonna, you know, be mindful of what if if what you're doing. How are you gonna watch somebody else in the ring? He. I don't know whatever happened to him. He probably found out the hard way. <laughs> Oh, look at this, man. A tilt to world reversal into an arm drag. Well, that was good. I don't know who's going to win this. I honestly feel like no one's going to win. Someone's going to interfere. Like is that, yeah, I know what you mean. Like it, it, well, it's it too look, good of a match. Yeah. Somebody's gonna come in there and mess it up. <laughs> I won't be a surprise. Well, Christian Moore hasn't done anything with the for, the horseman yet, so Not I don't yet. think that would. Well, I don't know. Like here, like 
on some of these when it's a good match, someone comes out. Man, this is a really good match. I totally forgot how awesome this match was. Yeah, the thing is, this isn't the, is the first time they've battled each other in the ring. I mean, they've done it in Japan numerous amounts of times. And Eddie Guerrero was a tiger. Well, was tiger, uh, one of the tiger? I forget what color, but he uh, he had he was a tiger mask, and uh, Ben Wild was Pegasus, uh, Pegasus kid. Yeah. Oh, look at that body slam. That snap body slam. Nobody does that anymore. No. No, you don't see that anymore. Dude's flipping him off in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if fans knew who Chris Benoit was because he was freshly cut. Well, back then there was no internet or like, right. wasn't no way to see like other promotions out there besides what you like see. Tape trading stuff. Yeah. That, like for maybe during that time, WWE and WCW, maybe ECW, but mm-hmm. like, you couldn't find like, you know, Someone like Ring of Honor or New Japan or right, like you had to you had to you had to know, you had to know friends that had tapes of it back yeah. then. That, like your friend would have to know a friend. His friend knows someone. His friend knows someone. Yeah, but I wonder if they if these fans actually knew who Chris Benoit was. Or was he a newcomer to them? I think I think for a lot of fans watching, like as far as WCW, that was the first time they ever seen Chris Benoit. Because, like, they even mentioned it on commentary that he was from New Japan. Yeah. But... Yeah, like, he was in uh, uh, Calgary. Um, or Stampede right Wrestling. Uh, Stampede Wrestling, excuse me. Uh, move that, Stampede. Uh, and, yeah. The move that uh, Eddie Guerrero just did on Christian Watt, Shinsuke did the same thing to John Cena, but when he did it, John Cena yes. landed on his head. He, he did a little bit different. Shinsuke did a little bit different, but it was kind of the same. That was hard to watch too. I remember, I remember watching that, and John landed right on the back of his head. He, I thought, I thought his neck was broken whenever that first happened. I thought he was not going to get up, but he got up and and like, uh, if if you watch the end of that match, Shinsuke goes to him and says, "I'm sorry," and John Cena, being the cool dude that he is, he's like, "It's all right, it's cool." Oh, look at this, man. <laughs> now, now it's got to hurt. Uh oh. No. This is, the, yep, the same hand. Oh, four Nelson suplex. What a match, dude. I was singing, man. Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, they used to have some awesome matches. Like, you couldn't walk away from those matches. You had to sit down to see who was going to win those damn things. Well, Chris Benoit picks up the win. 
like right when he got the win, a bunch of kids just ran. You see that? Like yeah. Ran, ran to the barricade. I bet then they were played back on that. Now you can't. Have all oh, you can't do that now. <laughs> I like the. That was so well done. A full Nelson suplex. That, I guess that's what you would call it. This match is probably going to be the best match of, of the night. I don't know. We, it's definitely better than the first match, but I, I that's probably going to be one of the best episodes, one of the best matches on this episode. Yeah, definitely. This is where uh, and, they're going out. They're going to introduce the cruiserweight championship. See, that's one thing that I did really admire about WCW back then is that they put spotlight on cruiserweights. Yeah, at the I, time they totally did that. Whereas WWF, you know, WWF at the time they kind of they 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 made it into a joke, but WCW. They made that like you know prestigious. They made it legitimate. Like, hey, this is important. You know, cruiserweights are important, and that's what I thought was pretty cool about WCW at the time. One of the things I, I kind of like when they did the uh, cruiserweight classic. Then they had two of them live. Now, yeah. towards the end, they just they didn't demolish it by releasing so many people. But uh, I actually liked two of them live when it first started. Tony Nese, Jack Gallagher, Sidico. Yeah, call WCW hotline calls costs one dollar forty nine cents an hour. Kids must have pre- one hundred nine hundred nine ninety nine hundred. Thank God, that my friend, he must have called that thing over and over to be up to two hundred three hundred dollars. <laughs> but he didn't even pay attention to what it said. Probably, he just called it. Yeah. They don't have those things anymore, right? If you're going, if you're going to interact, if you're going to interact with the wrestler, you're gonna, they'll tweet you back on Twitter or in person. There's really no need for a hotline now since you got social media and stuff. That's true. Kind of makes it obsolete. Plus, you got cameo and everything too. Yeah, there's a lot more ways to interact with wrestlers now. Yeah. Maybe too much for some fans. I mean, because they can take advantage of that. They can go to the extreme. Some fans, I've no, seen I, it happen. No, I don't like Hulk Hogan really, but I, I heard him talking on this one thing, and he was eating somewhere, and then this fan comes up and then wants a picture, and then the guy's smoking, and then he, he his uh, cigarette fell in his suit. <laughs> and then the Hulk Hogan... Hogan said he lost his cool. Yeah. I mean, I would too. Who would blame him? I mean, I'm not a fan of his either, but I would lose That's my true. cool if somebody did that to me. Yep. Crowds behind Hogan. Uh, have you guys heard about TK? Um... No, I haven't heard anything about that, Mario. Um, 
What's going on? I've never. The only thing I've heard is some stuff that I don't know if it's true or not. Some people saying it's fake. Some I don't know, but him being like very, very, very un- unprofessional with his wrestlers and stuff, and like then like you know Vince McMahon would blast people on commentary for messing up stuff. Let's say that Tony Khan's mm-hmm. way Tony Khan's way worse than Vince McMahon ever was. <laughs> but I don't I don't believe he's as bad as Vince was. I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who's reporting all this, but I guess that's what he's meaning. Whoever commented, but uh, besides that, I mean, by and large, from all I've been hearing, everything. I mean, I've heard, I've always heard that he was a pleasure to work with, and he was he was always kind of flexible to to and what then, wrestlers then, wanted to do as far as storylines and stuff. And then of course, someone throws out that. No, since Triple H is back in charge, that Andrade and Malachi and all them are trying to find a way to get out to go back to WWE. I, I don't know who's reporting this, like because I've seen Ross. He and he reports a lot of accurate stuff. He said it's not true. So, I mean, I don't, it's I I don't know what's true and what's false out of that. I mean, I mean, I think first off, I mean, there are contracts. Yeah. That are that are that are you know in place, so they can't just be like, okay, I'm gonna find a way to get out of here. Get I mean, or... right? And I mean, I th- I th- if there if there are any people if there are any people trying to get back into the WWE, there's probably the ones that really aren't that don't really have any work right now, as far as you know, you seeing them on TV every week, you know, but. I don't know. I, I think as far as the uh, AEW, I mean, I mean, there's something going on with Jonathan Gresham to cuss Tony Khan out. So yeah, I mean that they, that's something. I mean that's something to think about right there. I mean, now think then, of think of Gresham went to WWE. He will be huge. And then like all of a sudden they have a he the talent relations get it gets tightened more up. Since then, all of a sudden, they sign more people to. To that department, which is, I don't mm-hmm. know why they didn't have that in the begin with, but because Tony's only one person, he right. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether to believe that stuff or not. Because nine times out of ten, it could be fake. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just trying to start a rumor to get it something buzzing. I mean that's the business. It's all a work. So you know, you know you don't really know what to yeah. believe in, until you actually know the cold hard facts about certain things. Yeah, there's a lot of people who jump to conclusion then Hacksaw and Ming. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I like Hacksaw. Yeah, I just heard about that. He, uh, he has a clean bill of health as far as cancer. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that was the second time having it. Hopefully, he's a tough, that, he's a tough, tough SOB right there. Yeah. Six oh five. I always wonder why. 
Oh, go ahead. Like I hate when they show this because I can't watch them. <laughs> but it, like it looks good though, the cards and stuff. And like when they show highlights yeah. of it, the setup looks good. Yeah, I always wonder why they did six oh five. Like, what's the difference five minutes later from six? I you're never kinda, got that. And you're kind of cheating yourself out of more TV time by doing that extra five minutes. I don't know how that was back then, how they, why they did that. Because you don't see that anymore. No, you don't. And that was, I think that was only with, I think that was really only with WCW Saturday night. Like, there was never really any other TV shows at the time that started, that started at that time. Then it started at 6, started at 6.05. Never got why. Should have done 8.01. (laughs) (laughs) disco fever was it me or did you think it was goofy with Ming wearing the cape and the mask I always thought that was kind of goofy on Ming I preferred him he can wear wear whatever the hell he wants to you know I prefer his character (laughs) in WWE a little bit better yeah he was king of the ring. Yeah, he did a lot more in WWE, I feel like. And he was Axel. Carrying the same gimmick over. Did you know that he's never been a heel? He's always been a face his whole career. He's always been a well, baby face. He's never had a heel turn or nothing. Well, well, I think in WCW he had like I think some people think it, it counted as a heel turn, but I don't. But there was a little part in WCW when, when Russo was in charge, and he was like a janitor and stuff like that. And... At the very end, when they crowned it, Vince Russo as the champion and David Arquette, that's when things went downhill. Yeah. Because, like, I was looking at, at the title history and then David Arquette and Vince Russo pop. So, like, that, like, I just, I don't, have, I ain't got to watch it. Like, that just shows things were going downhill from there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because they, they, they're trying, they're trying to recreate what they did on, on WWF television. That's what Russo was doing. I mean, if you notice, WCW didn't have a Titan Tron, didn't have all that. But towards the end, they had a big Titan Tron. They changed the logo up. Yeah, I mean, now keep in mind that when when the Attitude Era was in swing, Vince Russo was there. So pretty much, you you kind of if you really pay attention to to the broadcast, you can see like Russo's kind of image put onto it as far as like his create his creative. Uh, uh, swing that he, he had, like the like I said, the Titan Tron. Like you watch later later um, episodes of Nitro, they have a Titan Tron just like WWF at the time. Yeah, the stage pretty yeah. much looked like Raw, but it was on WCW. It That's when like the New Blood and stuff like it was, that was. It was like right around the time that they got. I signed Vin Russo, wasn't it? Right. He's right. Yeah, that's something you don't do. Try to change your image. I mean, sometimes it works if you're going to 
do it right, but Vince Russo just—I don't—that's a big mess. I mean, honestly, I don't really—I don't really think Vince Russo cared about wrestling. I thought he saw the money in it, and <laughs> that you could, and that you could, you know, create cool stories, and that's really all he cared about was a was the was the money making aspect of it and creating cool stories and making trash TV coming because the thing is he'll t- I mean he says that he wanted to make he wanted to mix a wrestling show with Jerry Springer and that's what he did um, I don't know that Vince Russo I've seen the man well I never met him but I've seen him one time at a wrestling show Did you know he takes credit for creating The Rock? He probably does. For <laughs> the iconic Stone Cold and Rock storyline. And... Yeah, he, he'll he'll take credit for creating the whole the whole thing. But I'm like, dude, you didn't <laughs> you didn't just come up with that all on your own? No, he probably had some input on it, but he didn't. Because I can see, yeah. Me. Because you're not going to tell me Vince didn't have nothing to do with that. Right. Hulk Hogan. See, this is like pre-Hollywood Hogan. This is kind of like a little taste of Hollywood Hogan. I love how I do love how the neck brace is also black too. He had to get a matching neck brace for, for the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my keyboard, whatever happened to Total Divas? I I don't know what happened to that show. They probably I don't ever hear hear about it anymore, so they probably ended it. I mean, I've seen a few episodes. I'm not sure what happened to it. I don't know if they're still doing it or not. I thought they had like what, nine seasons. Yeah, I know they got that total balance, but I, I don't know if that's supposed to work because Brian Danielson's supposed to be on there. He's with AEW. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how, can you, you know, how would that show work? It's technically not even a WWE show because they don't even show anything on WWE really anymore. It's basically about hmm. the Bellas, not about WWE. So, Right. I don't know. I I, I watched Total D. I, I I actually enjoyed some of it, but like basically for the like behind the scene look at some of the stuff that went yeah, on. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Everyone went off on Eva Marie. Can you blame them? <laughs> yeah, so that she just comes for the the money, and she. Like Brie Bell is one who really took offense to that. I don't know what she said, but I think if you watch that show, you get a glimpse, like you said, you know, backstage, and you and you realize yeah. that a lot of the times, you know, the wrestlers working for the company they can't do what the hell they want to do. They have to have permission to do certain things, like if they want to change their hair color, or change yeah. up the gear. Or do something like that. Have to go talk to the higher ups first. They can't just say, "Okay, I got a good idea for my character. I'm gonna do it." No, no they have to, yeah, you can't just. You they do, can't do that. <laughs> you tried doing it. You're gonna be. Fu- 
Well, you probably will be fired or something. Yeah. Like like when Naomi did that whole thing with her belt. She got in trouble for that. A lot of people don't know she got in trouble for creating the glow belt. But she got in huge trouble for it. I remember when uh, when Lana and Dolph Ziggler had a, that storyline, and then she, her, and Mira or Rusev didn't they get engaged? And that just ruined mm-hmm. the whole story. That ruined the whole storyline there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, the thing is that you know you can't really keep that thing. You can't you can't keep those kind of things from wrestling fans because we're gonna find out. Oh yeah, that's... we're gonna we're gonna figure out what's going on. <laughs> this this, promo dude, this is like on. the longest promo, yeah. dude. <laughs> this is going on way too long. A fifteen minute promo. <laughs> Finally, it's over. Jeez, that was like five minutes. <laughs> that went way too long. And he said nothing. <laughs> oh, a bunch of nonsense about probably the same thing he said the last episode. Yeah, he just regurgitated. He just regurgitating the same promo, but doing it slower. He shouldn't have allowed that much TV too much. They could have had. A whole other, a whole another match besides the main event. <laughs> well, the must it comes the man. Remember that old that old promo for Halloween Havoc? That was like the silliest shit. But I was like, I want to watch it. I want to see it. I have a subway commercial. <laughs> yeah, I just got a commercial now. I don't know that number six boss looks pretty good though. <laughs> I enjoy a, a meatball sub. You know, Eric oh, Bischoff puts on that radio voice. Welcome back. We're coming to you live. Oh, I'm doing all right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, man. Hope everything's going well. See, I was going to, I normally put on the thumbnails like the two main events for each episode, but both matches were tag matches and. One of the tag, both tag matches had Ric Flair in them, so I don't know how that would have worked. So, oh, okay, I know what's gonna happen. I totally forgot. I'm not gonna spoil it. I do remember this match. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think because uh, them three's in the match. And Sting was never in the horseman. No. 
You see the ref selling the chop? <laughs> that was brilliant. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Rick Flair, man. <laughs> yeah, he started just chopping everybody. <laughs> Oh, and there goes Arn Anderson. <laughs> Arn is just bumping like a madman in this match. He's barely even been in the match, and he's taking he's taking so many bumps. Yeah, and, and in a lot of Ric Flair matches, well, it was a high anticipated match, like Flair and Shawn Michaels, or like a big anticipated match. The match will go slow when it first starts, but if it's not, yeah. a lot of his matches like they go. He gets down to it. Like there, there is no wasting time. He's 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 chopping and everything. And I see. I love what they're doing right now. What they're doing right now is that they're, they're letting the match breathe. They're, let, they're telling a story, and the crowd's getting invested. Invested in it. Excuse me. And you see Arn cheering the crowd on. Uh, Arn's getting getting some energy from the crowd as they turn him on. And I mean, that's great storytelling. I mean, it's like the, the psychology of the match is what they perfect. He was the wrong one. You notice? Yeah. <laughs> you notice what he did? You notice what Rick did? Yeah. He went the wrong way doing the figure four. He had to reverse himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he went the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Willie, Arnison's one of my favorites. Yeah, Arnison had a good tag and singles run, I feel like. Yeah. He still uh, got him it. And, him and Tully Blanchard had a, uh, had a tag team in the, the WWF, the Brain Busters. They're yeah. badass, too. Arn Anderson will probably be one of the best to do a spine buster. He still got today. Yeah. He, he still got it today. He might have commercial a full match, but he can still do a spine buster. He has that snap to it that nobody else can do. I mean, people have, people have imitated it, but nobody can do his, his spine buster. I will say Batista is pretty good. Besides Arn Anderson. 
But yeah, uh, Arn Anderson is one of the best in WCW history. Oh, yeah. Or wrestling history. If AEW, if AEW would just give his son Brock Anderson some more TV time, or like he's not even on Dart really that much, they just give him more exposure. He could be up there with some of the top talent in AEW. I agree. It just seems like he's, it seems like he's gotten lost in the shuffle. Like when he first debuted, him and Cody uh, were tag team there for a little bit, and he was getting used on Dynamite and stuff. But once Cody left, that he hasn't been really used that much. Hmm. He's been on dark here now and then, but. Oh. <laughs> How is Sting just coming out here? Now, did he get beat up <laughs> in the back or something? I'm not sure what the hell happened in the back to cause him to be so late. Because, like, I'm just now noticing that he he came real late. He got bad directions or something. <laughs> Sting's got a... He's clearing house now. Shout out to the referee in this match who was bumping like a madman also. He is going all over the place. <laughs> He's done. Who is that? Who who's the referee? I know it's not Nick Patrick, because Nick Patrick counts funny. He I don't know who that is. If anyone knows in the comments what the that referee's name is, let us know because he, he's taking more bumps than <laughs> Wow. Oh, he's taking a lot of bumps to just be, just be referee in a match. Yeah. He's he sold Ric Flair's chop. He didn't even get touched, but he sold it. It was, a, <laughs> it was brilliant. It was, a, it was another move, too, when Sting did something, then he fell down. Yeah. He's the same one, like when they get on the top rope, he climbs up there with them. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. See, the match was too good, so I had to... The match is yeah, way that... too good. Rick Flash looks do something this thing. What's going on? What happened? They counted them out, but... They, they took a count out. That, that was, was weird. weird, yeah. No one used Because all Rick had to do was step in the ring. I was he was already in the ring, but on the out on the apron, but he's gonna do some he's looks to turn on sting or something. Oh yeah, this is exactly what's gonna happen. That's exactly feel, what's gonna happen. That was weird, like ten count. He didn't call for the bell or anything. He just yeah, they're they're setting sting up. They're setting sting up for for a big for a big turn. Or as far as uh, Ric Flair, he's he's gonna turn on Sting, but they're setting it up huge. 
Well, I got a 59 minute, I mean, a 59 second commercial. Was it 70? I got a long commercial. Yeah, I just got back from commercial. And Sting and Rick are still in the ring. I ain't had that long of a commercial before. <laughs> On here. <laughs> it's looking it's like a, I hope this is true but from Raw tonight uh, looks like Ezekiel is pretty much done <laughs> like uh, you know Kevin Owens and him have a storyline and yeah uh, basically like they're writing him off TV and Kevin Owens beat him up and like just put him through a table or something then they're coming to stretcher and stuff Hopefully they're they're writing that thing off. Writing Ezekiel off? Yeah, bring back the actual Elias. I mean, yes, I miss Elias. Elias was a good character. But I know it's the, the same part. How are they supposed to explain his beard? Like, is this a fake beard now? <laughs> or is his? Or is he faking not having a beard? I mean, with the money that with the money that the WWE has. They could put in the money to have the makeup done every week until he grows out a full beard. Yeah. Like, I know some things, like, you could use, like, to make yourself bald in a movie. Like, you don't have to shave your head or anything. <laughs> X brother. Uh, I come on to you and this. Uh, normally, Lane's on here with us. Uh, he wasn't able to be on. Um, More of us uh, were on like Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah. Uh, and we're from the Mondays. It's normally two, three people. Maybe f- sometimes four. Um, like Adam used to be on Mondays. I, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we uh, pretty much, pretty much the whole thing is like we, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays are like the main shows and like the Monday reviews and, you know, the recaps and everything like that of uh, AEW. Those are kind of side shows that, you know, we all put in our different time to do. And, you know, we're all still we're all still here on the channel, even though we may not be in the same video at the same time. We're all still here. Yeah. It's uh, it's good to have a rotating um, agenda too, because you want to see the well. Well, you, like you want different faces on different stuff, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays are the main. That's when more people are on. Not kind of uh, what, he, what time stamp are you on now? Uh, four forty-four fifty-six. All right, so you're about the, okay. The about the end. Yeah, they're showing the recap for the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you know, channels are going anywhere. We're all still here. 
You call him a backstabber. Just, uh, we just kind of take ships doing videos and creating different things. I mean, we have we have a lot of things coming down the line. I mean, as as future, oh, uh, yeah. as the future goes. Uh, I'm ready for the next one. Right. Press and play when you're ready. I am pressing play. Episode eight. We're going right into it. Okay, no commercials. Woo, I thought that was going to be a, a block of commercials before it started. Yeah. Uh, Aiden's going to be having his own show pretty soon. He's already got all of his scripts completed. Um, so he's it's on his last one. So it won't be too long before he'll have his own. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I, actually, I can't wait to see that, man. It it'll sounds be, really uh, cool what they're what he's doing. It'll be different of us on each time. So, like, it'll be him and me, or him and Mr. Jacobs, or him. It'll be someone yep. different for different booking topics. We just call booking the elite. Uh, and they'll they'll also be pre-recorded, not live taped. Um, of course, like being off of a script, how he's writing the stuff, it'd be hard to. Not making mis- too many mistakes on, you know, a live stream. Mm-hmm. I actually believe that Aiden could write a wrestling show, with the amount of time he puts in the writing and stuff. Oh, definitely, I believe it too. I mean, and he has creative spark to do it. I believe he could. <laughs> Macho man. He's man. Look at how loud that suit is. You got to turn that down. This is around Halloween, too. Yep. October. 95. Corner Parker. <laughs> the setup's very different from the last episode. Yeah. Probably because probably a different venue, but... What happened to... I guess he... He and his girlfriend broke up. <laughs> This guy's a. Do you know this? Oh, <laughs> he pushed him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Kurosawa just went right for him. Do, do you know who this other guy is that's going against Randy Savage? Yeah, Kurosawa. He was. Uh, he's well known in Japan. I think this is like for for a lot of people watching it this time. This first time he's they've seen him, but he was part of WCW for a little bit, and like. Uh, uh, one of his moves is that he would put you in the in this arm bar kind of situation. He would, you know, like, I, I, well, it, well, as far as kayfabe, he would kayfabe break your arm. Looks vicious as hell, though, if you're watching. But yeah, he was like the ultimate jobber out of anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, he he was a jobber, but the dude, the dude was tough. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not pre-recorded like these shows are not what those will be no this is pre-recorded it's right now technically not scripted we're live pal like uh he won't be saying things word for word from a script and be like uh basically like you know there's one i don't want to say too much but i'll say one of them like uh an AEW versus wwe show like how you would book it so like he would go ahead and already yeah go like already book his like 
go ahead and write down whatever he all his matches are. And uh, like think of fantasy football. It's the yeah. same thing, but it's with wrestling. He's probably throwing in, I bet, a lot of different stuff, like um, his reason behind, you know, each match. Uh, no, we don't spread lies. We're not that. <laughs> WWE, scripted, they're always scripted. Like, this is our real names. Our names are not being changed. We're not changing our character. <laughs> You think James Ellsworth would have would have thrived in WCW? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could you imagine though? Like, like, could you? I mean, like, imagine in the universe where James Ellsworth Ellsworth was in WCW. Think of a universe where that actually happened. As far as he was <laughs> as over as he was at the uh, when he was on SmackDown with you know doing this whole thing with Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. You know? Yeah. Let's see, this match is lasting a lot longer than than you would think it would it would last. Yeah. You see him working on that arm. Yeah, that's what he's uh that's his that's what he's been working on this match. Yep. I mean, that's his main thing. He wants he wants to break he wants to break people. Remember that one. That, that's one of the whole things about his character. I remember is that he would he didn't care. He break he would he would do his best to break something on you. Which is which yeah. the thing is if you have a heel, that's a cool characteristic to have as a heel. But I will say about Aiden show that he won't be reading a script like word for word what he's saying. It'd be more so like. Uh, Whatever the topic is, really. Yeah. That'd be really, really hard to memorize a whole thing like that. And <laughs> I don't see how people do that. And like, like even in acting, like, re- like, re- like remembering like all that what to say. A lot of repetition. You got to really remember that. You got to really. But sometimes well, like the- movies, like they'll split it, like they'll save one part and cut the. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of times, I mean, they say like if you re- repeat something to yourself at least four times, it's stuck in your head and you don't remember it. So I think what you know, I think what a lot of it is is repetition. See, this what I'm saying. This match is lasting a lot longer, a lot longer than you know you would think. Has the match ended or is this? No, it's still going. I got a Halloween havoc. Oh, what time stamp are you at? Uh, right now I'm at seven sixteen. How did I get to dude? I'm way behind for some reason. How did that happen? How are the commercials? 
Um, uh, I got seven fifty six. Is that seven fifty six or eight? Uh, all right, I'm about the same spot. Okay, I'm there now. So Macho just hit Kurosawa down, and he's going to the top. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're good. Took him a while to beat him. <laughs> yeah, it took, him, it took him that long to get him to the top and hit the elbow. Hmm. Keep it playing. I'm going to go use the bathroom right quick. Bathroom break. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is what I mentioned earlier. This happened. This is what I was talking about a few weeks ago. <laughs> Who is this? This is so. The thing is that New Japan they did a lot of storytelling just like this. It seemed goofy to an American audience, but this is kind of the way that New Japan, um, uh, in all Japan, they would tell stories within within their kayfabe universe. Oh yeah, the, the Yeti, that whole okay. Oh my god. This is so okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. uh, yeah, the Yeti. <laughs> oh, I, I know you Okay. Uh, uh, behold one of the dumbest things that WCW has ever done. Uh, 
You'd think when you'd sign Hulk Hogan in that time period, a lot of big free agents, you wouldn't do this. Because WWE was already doing stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, you look, we look, look at this now in the, in this, in this time. It's, it looks really goofy. It's, but, it's, and over the next, it's, like, I say in 96, that's when they really start making things serious with the NWR. That's when a lot of this stuff yeah. stops. It became reality based yeah, instead of like fantasy based. And a lot of that started once they got Hall and Nash. It got more serious. Yeah. Um, Mikey Willie, I think I knew he was the recruits. Time soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, backstage. I don't know. I mean, yeah, some storylines could be better, but I don't think they need to completely regroup. But there is some behind-the-scenes stuff that needs to be taken care of. <laughs> I mean, could they use help? Sure, but I don't think it needs a whole regrouping and everything like this, that. Just certain things, not the whole company, but yeah. Like, where's Malachi and Miro been at? Like, they just been doing like, pro- like promo packages, things. They haven't really been doing anything. Like, I know they can't be fo- they can't be on um, both on Dynamite, but they could at least do something to them on Rampage. That's why you have a second show. Hmm. Kevin Sullivan while the giant speaks. Just when the giant's talking, Kevin Sullivan looks so bored. <laughs> if, if you look at him, Kevin Sullivan looks like, okay. Let's just hurry up and get this done. WCW committee. <laughs> uh, I think this is like this is like at the height of of WCW being really goofy. I remember before that. I remember RoboCop. He came around. Uh, it was just an angle with him, Sting, and I forget who else. I know he was on the stop with Sting. I forget who else was involved, but I remember RoboCop was at some point involved. Chucky was involved at one point in the story, in the storyline with the Steiners. Yeah, um, yeah, the, that Halloween Habit match, like Bobby Heenan, oh god, he that that thing was so uh, dramatic. Yeah, and for the way, for what it was, <laughs> it was like <laughs> like the ending of the whole. The ending was so like. Then they kept on. Going over and over and over. Right. Yeah. Are we are we having the main event? Are we having the main event? Are we having because it was stupid like they had Hogan and Paul White doing the monster truck thing, and then later on there was in a one on one match. Then that kept on. I kept on asking in the back over and over. Are we still having the main event? Are we having the main event? Do you know her? And it wasn't. It was, it was Tony Schiavone and. Like they made that like he he really died, right? And then he comes out <laughs> at the end of the sh- towards the end of the show, just walks out like nothing happened. Like he didn't fall off the building at all. He's fine. He just <laughs> comes out the entrance, which made no in the story. Okay, 
You're watching as a viewer at home, watching the pay-per-view. You see the giant fall off the building. You're thinking, oh, damn, either he's dead or <laughs> something. Yeah. But no, he just walks right out like nothing happened. Yeah. I was like, what kind of storytelling is this? Yeah, someone I mean, told the same. I, Logic I, says I, if you fall off a building, you're not going to come walking out of a wrestling entrance like you're ready to fight. Yeah, someone's reporting the same thing about Tony Khan, saying that in the past month, Tony Khan has become impossible for anyone to deal with. His behavior has been called unprofessional and worse than Vincent Mann in regards to how he treats people during the shows. But Steve Carey of Ringside News, and then this other guy with Mike Gilbert from uh, another news source said it's not true. So I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think it could be any worse than Vince. Than Vince was. I don't know <laughs> what. To, I don't know what to believe out of that. I mean. It, unless they work there, unless they work there and they're there's work right hand man and, and they're telling you what's going on day to day, it's hard to believe what anybody just says. Yeah, unless you know an anonymous wrestler says something, but at this point, I don't know what's I don't know what to think about that. Now, there's now if there's if there's a number of wrestlers like you know a handful of wrestlers that say, hey, yeah, that's true, he's an asshole. Then fine, maybe that's something to look into. But if like if, if there's just some fans that just don't like the company, or yes. you know shit like that, I mean it's nothing to really care about. That's what I feel like they're gonna they're doing is just because Triple H is in control in WWE, they're trying to stir things, saying that oh AEW is fixing to lose all these people. And... Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, as 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 fans, we don't know the story. We don't know what's really going on. We have our opinions, sure, but for people to to spit those opinions out as if they're fact, that's I think that's wrong. That's not cool, you know. Because yeah. then somebody will take that and run with it, and and think that's the gospel truth, you know. And I I feel like if you, there's nothing wrong with sharing your opinion. Nothing wrong with it at all, but if but if you portray it as if though it's not an opinion and it's a fact when you don't know anything about what you're talking about, then yeah, you're in the you're you're wrong. Uh, Hogan's gonna cut another. This is, this yeah, is, he's out for more for more TV time. This is the, he's already cutting a longer promo than the dude had a five minute promo. He's out for five more minutes. Meanwhile, he hasn't he hasn't locked up at all. He hasn't stepped foot in the ring. Keeping that in mind. <laughs> yeah. So so watching a wrestling show with a wrestler just talking and not wrestling. But I feel like if someone who's been really that respectful, that a wrestler would have came out and said that. Now, but the thing is that Hulk Hogan had a lot of pull. A whole bunch of pull, so he probably was like, "Well, I'll, I'll do these promos. It's going to lead up to the pay per view." He, he's probably like, "I don't want to do anything to the pay per view. I'm just going to talk." And then once the pay per view comes, I'll then I'll get in there for the major payday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I think uh, like NXT brought that back. Yeah, they did with with. Uh, yeah, they they totally did. Hey, that would actually be pretty. Pretty cool. I could see Kenny Omega reacting to Chucky. 
<laughs> That'll be hilarious. A B A B T E Kenny Omega, B and D Elite Kenny Omega, and how he's yeah. He gets fun. He's a when he gets his he, when he gets to his comedy side, I feel like that would be good. Hey, I mean, uh, like for real, Kenny Omega is very comedic. He's hilarious. Like right. he isn't even trying to be funny. He just is. We're only a month away from Halloween, so well, no, actually two months. We're not in August yet. When are mm-hmm. we? We are in August, September. Now, if you pay, if you look at Kevin Sullivan's picture during the Saturday, the WCW Saturday night, you can you'll notice that his eyes are crossed. He's not taking any of it serious. <laughs> yeah, see that. <laughs> you notice it? Yeah. I don't uh, that uh, that whole Yeti thing, and I remember they kept that there the whole week until Halloween Havoc, and when he popped out at the very end of the of the damn thing. You and then him and, and then him and the giant hugged each other to death, or they hugged Hulk Hogan to death. Do you know who Dexter Loomis is? Yes, I do know who that is. He's he was in he was an Impact, I believe. Yeah, he uh, got released from NXT. It looks like Triple H is interested in bringing him back. I mean, dude, I don't know why they let him go in the first place. It was in, the character is interesting as hell. The guy is skilled in the ring. I'm not sure what the issue was, really. Remember, budget cuts. <laughs> yeah, budget cuts. The and same then, reason why they let Braun Strowman go. And then now, how come Triple H will sell all these people back without a budget problem being the issue? There was no budget problem. There was no budget problem in the beginning. <laughs> well, I, I believe at first probably it was when the pandemic first started. But yeah, kept, yeah. But but once it kept on going and going and going, then it came out of hand that, you know, how do you have your most profitable year in twenty twenty one and you haven't released more people? That don't make any sense. Well, shareholders also. Yeah. So you have to also think about shareholders, what they will, what they want, what they want to see on their television, as far as investors in 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 the product. And if you have a major, and if you have a big chunk of money invested in the product, then you're going to have a little sway. I just don't believe that. I feel like that money was going to to pay Vincent Man's stuff, you know. I, well, well, you know what? That 14, is uh, $14.6 million. Um, that's a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money to, to and that's probably not <laughs> to shut people probably, up. And that's probably not it either. And the thing is, Vince McMahon has a history of giving hush money to people, whether mm-hmm. it's <laughs> whether it's settlements or, <laughs> you know, quiet uh, meetings behind closed doors. Whatever I mean, he, you know, he he he's is well known that he he's done that, so it's not it's not surprising at the least. Uh, it, it's it's I'm not surprised at all. I, I'm not surprised that they finally caught on to him. As far as you know, but like but the past uh, like the past year of 2021 showed that if Triple H is able to resign all these people, then. There was no need for a budget cut in the last few cuts. True. It was all because Vince didn't want that shit around. 
And now that he's but, gone, they're cleaning house. But I feel like in the beginning, there probably was a budget cut issue because pandemic first started in 2020, and they let a lot of people go. Oh, I get what you're saying. So you think they were working everybody when they say it was budget cuts? At first, I feel like it was real when the pandemic first started. And, you know, you don't have, you know, Monday, Monday Raw and SmackDown ticket sales going. All shows right. being all the shows are being canceled. Wrestling fans yeah. no first they were they didn't have the Thunderdome. So that eliminates all a lot of revenue right there. Hmm. And it's and it's and it's eliminating merchandise sales at events. So that could be a big chunk right there, and they had to release a lot of people. But I believe in the year 2021 and a little bit of that year, there was no need for a, a budget cut. I believe they were just doing it because Vince didn't want them there, or hmm, or that's an again, interesting uh, theory. It's hard to then, it's hard to disagree with that though. Or then again, to pay off stuff, but I just don't see how Triple H is able to sign these people back, and then there's no budget cuts needed now. Yeah, the way I see it, I mean, what they I what, believe what, it. I think what they should focus on is their tag team division. Both yeah. women and men's, mostly. I think that's what they need to really focus on because they really don't have any tag teams. No, they're wanting to you break up. Think about it. Problems. Yeah, but I believe that there was a problem with budget cuts at first. But in twenty twenty one, they had the most profitable year. I just don't see. I believe that some people could be released, but not that many people that they released. <laughs> Yeah, and for NXT, Vince was, Vince was wanting to do, was wanting to change everything that was that it once was. That right. Was by, that's what that's what was by releasing a lot of people over there. But I think I Triple mean, H, cause... I think Triple H is going to change NXT for the. It's not going to go back to the uh, black and gold. But I think it'll be better. Yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I think like what, what's gonna happen is that it's gonna it's gonna progress, but it's gonna put a lot of the stuff that from from the from the black and gold era. It's gonna put that you know throw some stuff from there back into the brand today. And I think I think yeah. if you do that, I mean you you, you won't alienate a, you know a certain portion of your audience because that's what I think they did with 2.0 when they first started 2.0. They alienated a lot of their audience. A yeah. lot of the audience didn't want to see that. They didn't want to watch that kind of wrestling. I feel like they, I feel like 2.0 has progressed majorly in AEW than what they ever did in WWE. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know they existed until they came, came to AEW. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I, don't watch, I didn't really watch NXT to know. I mean, I know a few like. Well, like right now, next, I know Braun Breaker, mm-hmm. Mandy Rose, and the Usos little know. brother. He's there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. Uh, I don't know why he's not going by Uso because he looks just. I like mean, him. from what I'm hearing, he's going to be making a main roster debut uh, in the future at some point. So. I could I could see him joining Roman and him, and him winning like the United States or Intercontinental. I mean, dude, that'd be perfect for him to join the Bloodline. 
That'd be like, that'd be so cool. I mean, because it will all fit. It'll be all in line. And then let's say Naomi comes back. She's already she's in part of the bloodline by marriage, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, think of it. The story, the storytelling alone. It, it, I mean, and that's why I think like Rum is doing some of the best work that he's ever done, and that well, that he's done in years. I'll say I'll put it like that. And Roman thinks that he's the head of the table, but realistically, it's the Rock. <laughs> right, the Rock's the one that's the head of the table. That's why they got to do that match, like not even for the title. Like, just do the match, the title regardless. Yeah, I mean, like it's a it's a it's a WrestleMania match. It's a total it's, WrestleMania match. But if Roman has it all the way to next WrestleMania. And of course, he's going to beat The Rock because if he went, if The Rock wins it, he'll only be there once a year. I mean, yeah. At the same time, I see The Rock putting him over as the tropical chief, or not unless it's not for the or title. passing the passing the, or passing the torch, so to speak. The Rock giving you know, passing the torch to Roman. So Roman Reigns would have that belt for maybe a thousand or a thousand days. I don't see him long. breaking. I don't see him breaking. You know, Bruno San Martino's record, but he's he's knocking on that door. See, Bruno Tenz was twenty five hundred days, two thousand. I don't think he'll. I think he'll have a great milestone, but he's not gonna. That's yeah. like for him to do that. I'll be like three more years and being champion. Let's see. <laughs> from what I'm gathering, when I'm gathering, they they either they want either they want Cross to take one of the belts from Roman. Yeah, that's or what uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like one, at least one of the belts. Yeah, that they want to. Because they plan on having a draft pretty soon, another draft. And that's mm-hmm. when Triple H is probably going to re, reset, reset everything in, in a way and get things straightened out. And uh, I could see like someone from Raw beating Roman and another tag team being the Usos. And yeah. those tells being taken off them. So then they have the brand, then they have the brand split set up again. I think Roman should lose the world heavyweight and keep the Universal because the Universal is what he's had the longest reign for. Right. I yeah, I agree with that. I think he should drop the the the, the WWE title to Cross and keep the Universal. The same as the Usos, they should keep the SmackDown because they've had those titles longer in the Raw. But they're gonna have to sign some more. They're, they're saying bringing tag teams up from NXT, but I don't know a single tag team in. NXT today. The progress I haven't watched, but I mean that's the thing though. I mean that's that's the issue because they have a lack of tag teams. It's they a huge play. lack of tag teams, both men and women. It's like, like they, they have to create more of them. Like they have no choice but to sign tag teams. Yeah. Or create or, or take or take two stars that aren't together and just put them together and create a tag team like that. I mean, I mean, but there aren't really any solid, I mean, they're not, well, they are solid tag teams, but not a lot of solid tag teams, you know, in the division, both men and women in, in the WWE. And that sucks. See, uh, Triple H next T, he formed a lot of tag teams, but also had tag teams that were already together before, like, uh, yeah, War, they're called the Viking Raiders now, but I'll always call them War Machine. Uh, you know, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan wasn't always a tag team at first. They became a tag team in NXT. S- same as FTR. It's hard to believe that they were not a tag team before they went to WWE. Triple H put them together. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But those worked together. 
but if you're going to create new tag team, I feel like it has to be from NXT. It's just not well. It, it depends on who the people are. Like, but yeah. I feel like they need more legitimate tag team. So the Good Brothers contracts from Impact have expired. Sign mm-hmm. them. What was that team? The uh, I know they they were both injury prone, but um, uh, look, Arthur's a pain. Uh, yeah, Arthur's a pain. Yeah, they were very injury prone, but they won't get so injured so much. But I think they would be a good tag team, a good tag team to bring back with Paul Ellering as their manager again. You know what tag team I always thought was really good that people really forget about was Heavy Machinery. I always thought they were great. Yeah, until I mean artists. they yeah. broke up. Yeah, until they broke them up. That's I thought that was kind of it's something they broke them up, honestly, because I always enjoyed them as a team. But I mean, Otis by himself, you can't deny it. the dude is entertaining. <laughs> no, that was a pretty good match, even though I I was still watching it. That was a really good match. Uh, Mister Jo got his ass whooped that match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He won, but he only won because of Eddie Guerrero, but. Yep. Oh, who's this? Prime Pillman? Oh, okay. Why is everyone sticking <laughs> out? There's only. Technically, Rick Flair hasn't joined you, so. Right now, so there's only <laughs> two of you. So. No, uh, Bobby Heenan said he's uh, Eric Show said that he's out cold. And then uh, Bobby Heenan said just to get a bottle of water and yeah, just, <laughs> just pour a bottle of water on him and wake him up. We got a we got a show to do. <laughs> show must go on at any cost. <laughs> <laughs> Like during the pandemic, I swear, like if we got down to the nitty gritty, that AEW would have filmed at Matt Hardy's house, his backyard where he had his ring at, and they would have mm-hmm. done like shows there if it came to that. I think that's what they, that that's what they were wanting to do. So was WWE was wanting to do that. Well, hell, I mean, thing is, I mean, if you put you put a wrestling show in the backyard, fans are going to watch either way. So, but but like Matt Hardy's had shows at his house before, like when he was in the yeah, like like he has like a it's not it's in the backyard, but he has like a building thing he the rings in, and yeah, he's had, he's yeah, had I've seen it for Impact. He's had shows there, so people know where that. So someone's got to know where that's at. And like that was his own people, little training facility over there. I thought he bad because like people know where Matt Hardy lives at. That would be pretty. I don't know. I don't know if I would do <laughs> if I would do that. But some that's what they did at the uh, when the pandemic first started. Well, they were at yeah. Jerry's place for, for a few weeks, no fans, but they had to go to Georgia and they had to film. Like a month's worth of TV in two days. Damn. So that's been like 30, that's a lot of work. 30, 40 something matches in two days. So, yeah, that's a lot of work. And during that time, they had, there wasn't many wrestlers. They had like 20 sign wrestlers to use. Hmm. And they only had three, three women wrestlers to use. And that was it. 
Yeah. Britt Baker, Sheeta, and Penelope, and that was it. But, th- but then they were able to sign. That's when Anna Jay came along, and they had to use yeah. independent women. They had no choice. Hmm. But th- during that time, they put on some pretty tough matches. Like, like of course, people had to wrestle more than once a day, so... I honestly don't know what they're teeing to Harlem Heat. Oh, that, this is the main event, I believe. Lex yeah. and Sting versus Harlem Heat. I wonder why uh, Stevie Ray never came to David Release wants to reform the Harlem Heat. That's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know, because I... That's a good question. I've always wondered that myself. But I know Booker T broke away from him later on in WCW and he became a solos wrestler. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot I think for a lot of fans, Booker T was always the favorite. I think for a lot of fans, he was kinda of like the Marty Gennetti. You know, you, you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. He was kind of like the marginetti of the whole thing, and like you know, like Shawn Michaels. Shawn yeah. Michaels was the most popular one out of the two. Right, right. Now the Hardys, it's hard to say. I'll I'll always say Jeff Hardy is the most popular one because I believe Jeff Hardy has sold more merchandise and has had more highlights from his career than Matt Hardy. Now. He's definitely had the coolest gimmicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, version one, that was, man, version one, Matt Harley was awesome. <laughs> he, uh, but Jeff Harley's put on some of the most memorable moments in WWE in wrestling history. But, one of the things that did stand out with Matt Hardy is uh, Matt Hardy and Edge's story, their feud. That was one of the best yeah. feuds in WWE history. Yeah, because it, it was legit. It was like 100% yeah. real. <laughs> it was not really a... It wasn't fake. Was on, it was real. I was on TMZ. Like, I yeah. remember uh, Lita was on there and Matt Hardy called in or something. Then he. Yeah, bite this. I remember that. Yeah. It was bite this. And yeah, I totally remember that. And uh, and uh, Matt pretty much broadcast the whole thing all all over. Bite this, and Lita got Lita jumped back right on on the same bandwagon. <laughs> she didn't care. She was like, "Fine, you want to talk about this? We'll talk about that." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit! I don't think we're. I don't think us as fans are supposed to know this, but I'm interested." And that's like one of the first. I, I think for a lot of fans, that's when they realize that. Wait a second, this this. I think this is real. It's not yeah. fake. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not part of a storyline. Like they really. There's really some heat right there. That's really. They're really pissed off at each other. See, someone uh, went to a convention and they wanted to get like all three of them were at the convention together, but they wanted a picture with them all together. They, they wanted Matt Hardy, <sighs> Edge, and, Matt Matt Hardy, Edge, and Lita on a picture together. That's not gonna. That's happen. that's never gonna happen. If you get that, you're gonna be paying. 
I don't even see them even agreeing to do that. That's just a lot of egos, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll be on the same show. They'll they'll probably be on the same show, but they won't have anything to do with each other. Yeah, like they were at the convention, like they were not even around each other. So, and he was trying to he was talking to different people and seeing if he could put them together. I I don't know if he ever did it or not, but I know I know we got Matt Hardy looking around for Edge, like he was really going to do it, <laughs> but. I mean, but in, in in the whole in the whole thing of it all, I mean, Edge was the <laughs> asshole. Edge was like the 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 real life heel in that you know in that way of looking at things. But I mean, a lot of time has passed. I'm I'm not sure if they've buried the hatchet or not. I don't know how that I don't know how they're doing. I'm I'm not sure how they're getting along or what. But I wouldn't even. But I but, but yeah, that was like one of the that was like one of the stories in wrestling that was like 100 percent real. I wouldn't have even chanced that because then you're in the process of causing something to go down at a convention. I mean, I like, <laughs> and if we got to get that on camera. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know how that would have worked. I don't even know if Matt Hardy and Lita have ever. I don't, I don't know if they've ever buried that or not. That. Right, that's the dark side of the ring right there. Yeah. You see Sister Sherry pulls out a picture of her and the colonel. Notice where she pulls the picture from. Yeah. <laughs> she get the picture she gets the pictures out of her panties. What are they doing there? I don't know. I didn't write the story. They're there. But they had a lot. They kept that feud going good. Like, after that feud, it was Edge and John Cena. But they had a Steel Cage match. They had a SummerSlam match. They, I remember a lot of that feud. See that crowd's hanging in there with them too. Yeah. What, what was Lex Luger trying to do? <laughs> what the hell was Lex Luger trying to do right there? If um. You know, the night's Bobby oh. Lashley versus Champa. If Champa wins tonight, then. Oh, it's for the title? Yeah, the United States title. If Champa wins, Triple H is fully going to be pushing him to a top star in the company. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Or is John Gagano going to call us Bobby Lashley? Now that's another, well. That's also something to think about too. If Johnny Gargano costs him the match instead or, of helping, or, yeah, he he could help Champ, but it could go the other way around because they yeah. they feuded together. They've 
tech, they team together, they've done everything. And that I think I think they wore that out towards the end. They stopped doing that. They they're separate yeah. ways. But now that like they haven't Gogano's left WWE for a while and they haven't really done anything, so maybe that Hmm. But I like to see DIY and as a tag and tag team running against the Usos. Yeah, that'll be great to see them break the Usos streak. That'll be dope to watch. Have Champa as U.S. champion and tag champion. Yep. Whoa! Whoa! Uh oh! Who's that? Booker T. <gasps> I never seen Booker T do a move like that until now. Yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> he missed, but I've never seen him do something like that. I don't think he's used to doing that because I think he hurt his back by doing that. Probably. Hot tag by Sting. Sting's hot tags are the best. That crowd's going nuts now, though. Stinger's flash. Sting with the wind to roll out. Yep. <laughs> all hell is breaking loose. Yeah, I think this is when the yet the yeti comes out. <laughs> no, I'll, that's not until the pay per view. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a pay per view, but I know that happens. Hogan. Then Luger, we all see his true colors too. Watch, you'll see. Just stand in the middle of the room. Probably doesn't take that long, though. Oh, oh yeah, it is when he pops out. <laughs> Again, he's gonna... It's like the very last second of the show. And then I remember at the pay-per-view, he hugs Hulk Hogan to death. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm telling you, that was that that's that's entertaining shit though. I mean, you go back and look at the past and how cool it actually was. Watch, you know, getting to watch people like flying Brian Pillman right at the peak of the the the, the loose cannon, you know, hill turn. Yeah. Yeah, had a great time. That was awesome. And like the way they sold that was like it was a huge deal, but <laughs> I mean, it like it, it, and you look at it, it looks nothing like a yeti. It looks like if anything, it was like a mummy. <laughs> Uh, at the last at the last minute now I ain't gonna see it (laughs) exactly you barely even got to see it but but there you go that's 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 old school (laughs) WCW for you I was pointless even doing that on TV. <laughs> right, they could have did that like they could have did that at Halloween Havoc. They just saved it for that. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty much it for the WCW Nitro episode seven and eight review. Um, I prefer episode one a little bit better. Well, not one, but the uh, first episode that we reacted to. Mm-hmm. But they both. Yeah, that was, that was a better episode, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, next Monday we'll be doing the Halloween Havoc uh, reaction. Because that's the yeah. next thing in line. 95, which, which I think they have one of the better stages out of any stage in wrestling. But yeah. I will be back Wednesday for Dynamite, Thursday to review, and Friday for Rampage. Uh, make sure to follow the All Eight Zone across social media uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. And yeah, we'll see you guys Wednesday for Dynamite. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Peace.